Warning, this podcast contains references to poor dental hygiene and the falsification of documents. You have been warned. Welcome to Tell That One Story, an anecdotal podcast to brighten your day. I'm your co-host, Liz. And I'm Jeremy. How's it going, Liz? It's great. Thank you for asking. I, I am so happy to be talking to you. I have two new temporary roommates. I can see them in the Zoom call. Let's see their tails on the background. <laughs> Wagging back and forth. Uh, yeah, I have two adorable... Oh, see? This is... I, you can't see. <laughs> Your whole dog-sitting fiasco weeks ago wasn't enough. You needed to get... Two dogs? That was a different experience. I have two dogs now, and one is a year old, and he's adorable, and there's an older one. The one-year-old has been really good so far, but I fully expect in the middle of this that when I get excited telling a story or laughing or something, they are going to start freaking out and be like, who's here? I have them for 10 days. Wait, do you have a dog sitter resume now? Because I feel like you always have dogs. I do, and because a part of it is I want to have a dog, and so I was like, "Yeah, no, no, no." I this is like babysitting children <laughs> discover that you don't want to be a parent. I mean, I hear it's different when it's yours, and maybe it's one of them. I'm so thankful because so uh, one of the dogs is like I think he's nine years old, is a retired service dog, so he's got his on lock. Like he knows what he's doing. He just like, I'll be petting him and the freaking puppy will come out of nowhere and body slam him to be under my hand. Like, pay attention to me. And he's like, oh, siblings and just like walks away after rolling his eyes. But he's great. He just like, when we walk on a leash, I have to have the, the young one like on a tight leash is with a harness before so he doesn't choke himself to death. And the other one, I like. Because <laughs> he's just flailing all over the place. Because he's just flailing, like sniff at that, sniff at that, like on the edge of the leash versus the other dog. Like we just really now it's just a formality that I have a leash attached to his collar because he's. You guys are in sync. You there's two. tons of slack. He's just like, are we? Oh, we're stopping again. Okay. So I'm just like, you and me, kid, like we'll get through this together. <laughs> if we could survive your little brother. Oh my goodness. But are they related? Are they from two separate households? Same household? What's the story? I think they're step family. Okay. I think it was se- separate households got together, brought their pets into the situation. Friends of mine go to Hawaii. Oh. The young one, I mean, the young one was born into a pandemic. So this is the first time he hasn't been without his family. So he must be freaking out, which is a good thing that the other dog is super chill because if they were both freaking out, could you imagine? Are they crapping everywhere? One of them. You know what? I didn't catch him in the act. <laughs> Wait, I didn't catch him in the one. act, but one of them is super chill and, and has his stuff together. And one of them is a puppy. One night I came down and he had done it twice. I walk in and I'm like, what the, who, who did this? And one of the dogs looks up at me and rolls his eyes and stays on the sofa. And the other dog skulks away to hide under the table. Like I can't see him with his butt hanging out. I'm like, I could see you. And he's like, oh, wasn't me. Nobody here but us innocent puppies. Potty trained puppies, right? Yeah, that's innocent potty trained puppies. I'm told he's potty trained. We now uh, have a new tactic, which is we go for a walk in the morning and the walk at night. I have a little yard that I was letting them out into. But oh, 
What about during midday? Midday? Midday, they go out in the yard and run around. They do wrestle. They wrestle because they have each other. Oh, I, I hear a bone clanging in the background. I hear the dogs. Doing a great job as some... Uh, oh, 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 this is actually really impressive. Wait, I got to see this. What's going on? I'm going to help him. He's trying to bring this massive bone outside, but the door is sort of shut. So he's trying to like open it with his paw. Is that the service dog? Nope. This one... That's the puppy. That's the puppy. The surface dog knows better. Well, the puppy is also very smart. Like his ball, his ball gets in a corner and he's like, eh, and then like pushes it so it bounces off. He understands physics pretty well and geometry. Just like chill, not so much. I thought when you put a younger dog like that, a puppy with an older dog, the puppy actually learns to be potty trained and do whatever the big dog says. Right. Could you imagine what would we be going through? I would not be here. Right. Okay, Jeremy, it is your turn to tell a story this week. Are you ready for the story? I'm ready. Please tell me. So this story is another one that takes place when I was a really young kid. And this was during that summer of invincibility time when I'm young. So it's summertime. I'm a kid. I'm, again, five years old. Because everything happened that summer when I was a kid. You know, that one single summer. Did anything happen the rest of your life? Or was it like that and then you had kids? Really uneventful. No, I actually have a lot of stories of my junior high years. I was going to say, there's at least one important event in your life. The life-changing day when you met me. No, I actually have a lot. We're just slowly going through the age versus I'm like, I don't know. What can I think about? Well, I, st- I, st- I know. I started with my mom, you know, and these stories of my mom. I was like, I shouldn't. Let's, you know, let's let's get back to me. This isn't a podcast about Nancy. So That's our spinoff, Nancy Cass. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. So this story, again, takes place when I was a little kid. And this is, I didn't have a lot of means growing up. And so I think I've, I've shared with you, I've got a big family. I had a lot of hand-me-downs. I had a lot of my older siblings crap. In fact, my sister shared a bike, right, growing up. And I did not have a bike. I remember getting... Did they share it like they rode it both at the same time? Like a, t- yeah, like no. a two-seater <laughs> tandem bike <laughs> or... Well, like one was on there, but one was like, like in a, like a shitty way, like welded on to the side. <laughs> this is not up to code. <laughs> no, if we were smart, they would have got the pegs, you know, on the wheels where you could like stand behind somebody. Was there a basket you could put the tiny one in? I was the tiniest and there was no way in hell they were going to put me on anything with them. Ah, look at him. He bites. All ah! oh, right. My older brothers had bikes, but of course they wouldn't let me ride them. And then one day I was living in this hole. I don't have any kind of wheels. I don't have any transportation. This is lame. We go to the grocery store. And I remember this to this day. It was the first time I saw, you know how they stack products and they make huge murals of either, you know, not six packs, but 12 packs of Coke or cereal boxes. Right, right. I'm wanting to know, like, was it made of Huffy bikes or? It was made of Crest toothpaste. They had a whole pyramid I had to look this up because in my memory, this seems insane. It was Crest toothpaste. And at the very top of this huge pyramid was a trike. Like it was a three-wheeler, like a plastic three-wheeler tricycle. So this is like with a hidden temple or where you have to like go and compete with the (laughs) the, the (laughs) gingivitis monsters to see if you can climb the tomb of the Crest. Swing on floss vines across into like a Listerine pool. Floss through there, (laughs) the vines and the monsters suck you in. Ah, And they climb (laughs) to the top to get the idol. And by that, I mean the tri. The tricycle. (laughs) Was there like a Hunger Games style competition? Whoever had the whitest teeth. It was an actual competition. And I had to research this because I thought, what the heck? Is this real? A Crest bike? And Crest actually did. 
1984 a promotion. They did a sponsored event for bikes, and so they called it the Crest Flowrider. 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 All my friends, you the Flowrider. Flowrider. Yeah, and it actually happened. And you can go to the web and search Crest Flowrider, and you can see it. A picture of this, what this bike looked like. Flow, Flowrider. Flowrider. Like floor, okay. It was those like uh, big wheels. I don't know if you remember, like it was one huge wheel in the front and it was all plastic, right? Right, I remember those. My neighbors had them. And you pedaled with your feet, yeah. And then there were two small wheels in the back and you're just like sitting in this and you're steering it. They had this whole promotion going on across the country where they were sponsoring, they had Crest, they actually had a bike for, I think some Olympian rode this Crest bike, sponsored bike, a real 10-speeder or something. Okay, okay, I was like... (laughs) I'm sorry, what? There was there was a big wheel competition in the Olympics that I missed? No, 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 no. <laughs> this was like a real bike. But then to support it, they did all of these. You like, you put your name on a drawing to win this Flowrider, you know, Fluoride. You get it? Fluoride? Flo- flo- yeah, the Fluorider. It's so cool. <laughs> and then you ride it into the cave of gingivitis. When you when you saw that bike, if you, this was like a Simpsons or another cartoon, there would be this montage of you winning the bike and all the things you would do. And like you'd drive your bike up this pyramid and then it would have jets and you'd fly and you'd go by Violet and all the other girls in town and be like, oh, can a bush ride a bicycle like this? Brr. I would go when I would honestly stare at this flow rider. And it was actually the summer. And my I remember this being my dad taking me to go see this, which is very odd because normally my mom went grocery shopping. But the other really key part of the summer is that this year, my brother, my oldest brother played soccer really well. He was part of a national team and went and won the USA nationals for his age group and went over to Europe and played all these European teams. So he was part of a select team. Oh, how disappointing life must have been after that. Well, (laughs) he still, (laughs) he still loves soccer. So. Oh, good. I was just saying, like, I would feel like I peaked at, what, 10, 12? How old was he? No, he was, like, 16. I know. You want you want this? I want to hear his story, his adventures of being a 16-year-old soccer player in Europe for the first time, ladies. Let me show you my soccer ball. They would party all night, and then they would play soccer the next day. And it was, you know, that's just what they did for three months. That must have been amazing. Oh, my gosh. Well, it was, except my mom was there. My mom was gone this summer because she was chaperoning him in Europe that summer. My dad was there. He would take me to the grocery store. This was before he was diagnosed with diabetes. And so my dad would drink so much soda, so much pop. When mom's away, woohoo! No kidding. We also had that same nanny this summer. You know, this is the incident of the the flowers. Yeah. We would go to the grocery store and he would buy so much pop. He would just have multiple 12 cases of Dr. Pepper, Pepsi. It's like, what do you guys want? We'll get it. So we had all sorts of junk food that summer. Woo! Papa's paying! I know. Well, and my dad was like, he was a great dad. He just was not as health conscious as my mom. Right. That was not a part of who he was. I just imagine him like they do in parties with champagne, but with a two liter bottle <laughs> of went- Dr. Pepper, just shaking it up. It's like, make it rain! <laughs> ah! With their mouths open. You guys are all running through 
It's the soda's Quick, falling down. Quick, give me down. the Pop Rocks. Give me the Pop ah! Rocks. Sugar, sugar, sugar. <laughs> Pixie sticks. Well, and and honestly, that was the... I remember being a kid that summer and me and my siblings, after the first, I want to say three or four weeks, we got so sick of fast food because we would get, we would eat so much Burger King and we ran out of fast food restaurants to go to because my dad was just like, what do you guys want for dinner? So he would come home, let the nanny go, and then he didn't know how to cook. Like he wasn't a big cook. He could barbecue, but he was tired after working. Right. So instead of making vegetables or a home-cooked meal, he is like, which fast food place? Drive through. It was so real. It was pizza. It was burgers. And that was just, as a kid, to be a kid who's like, can we just have, can we just have healthy food? Can we cook here? I just want to get this clear. You are eating so much fast food that you as a child at like five, six, seven are like, no more nuggets. No more cheeseburgers. Can I have a vegetable or a casserole at home? Okay, so then what happened? Okay, let's go back to the soda pop thing because I think what's important about this story is my dad would buy so much sugar pop. Yeah, but I'm really stuck on this food thing. Do you survive? Do you get a vegetable? I'm alive, yes. I'm. So- well, this will come back. This will come back. This is an important part of this whole Crest story. Oh my God. So you're on vegetable pee for pop or soda pop. Do you guys call it soda or soda pop or pop in your family? It's a regional thing. Well, we my mom's from Chicago and I think they call it pop. Is that right? So my mom will call it pop, but... Yeah, I call it soda because of where I grew up here, but my mom calls it pop because she's from Pennsylvania and I don't even know it. My dad's from Alabama, so maybe he calls it chugging juice. That's so horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry to all my family in Alabama. You probably call it soda. Love you. And they drink it out of a jug with whistle on it. Moonshine, right? Like, it's fermented all by yourself. Yes. I should say uh, a large part of my family are in Georgia and Alabama. So I have a lot of love and... Conflicting feelings? Conflicting feelings about the South. Okay, so the reason why this is important is because... My dad would, when we were, when we were, I can't remember the details of how you won this Crest Flowrider, but going in there, I think there was something about how many times do you brush a day? How long do you brush for? There were some details. And so. But is there a surveillance team? How do they know? Is there a survey that you fill out? It was an honor system. Like there's a little, uh, there was a little form you filled out and you, there was no limit. Do you remember when honor was a thing? Remember when honor was a thing? I mean, because I was, I brush my teeth a million times a day. I bathe in your toothpaste. <laughs> I, I had to fill it out. And, and heaven knows what I put down there because I did not brush my teeth twice that entire summer. I never brushed my teeth. My dad was not into brushing the teeth. And so I thought, hey, I'll never win this, but I'll just fill it out, whatever. I'll write whatever I need to, you know, on that form. I'll do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to win. I'm a winner. You didn't tell the truth. As you're, you're like filling it out. As, as there's like Dr. Pepper, like dripping all as all this pop. Exactly. Oh, right. Because of all the soda. Yeah. Yeah. I would pop open a top of Dr. Pepper or Pepsi. I would drink like four sips and I'd be like, I'm done. Because I was having so much crap that summer. My stomach couldn't handle it. I prefer that you, I mean, I get it. You don't want to be wasteful, but don't drink the whole thing. Just because you felt like. No, I did it. No, that's the thing. I didn't drink it. I would have these, I'd have three sips. I would drink all this pop. I'd give it to my dad. He would drink it. Later on, we would learn my dad was diabetic. Surprise, surprise. You know, which was great though. He totally turned his life around and created an extremely healthy lifestyle after that. So the point is I was drinking all this crap food. I was drinking all this pop all summer long. 
And then I filled out these forms to get this crest bike because I was like, I need it, I need it, I need it. Uh, so I love this already where this is going. I was doing the worst thing to my teeth and applying to be the best teeth boy at the same time. To get the crest flow rider. It was a status symbol. Can you imagine what everybody would think when I rolled around in the neighborhood with this highly rare crest branded flow rider? You can't just buy that. I just see it slow motion. There's like a red crest flag off the back of it. And the slow rider is playing as you're going through. Sunglasses lift up as you nod to the ladies on either side. And everyone's like, oh my goodness. Who is that? Who is that five-year-old? That's no Bush. Is that Jeremy? He's so cool. Oh, it's Jeremy. It's Jeremy. Wait, isn't that the boy who has rabies? No, that's Jeremy. Is that the rabies boy? Oh my God. Rabies are so cool now. <laughs> rabies are so cool. Oh my God. Everyone, I wish I had rabies. It just suddenly fashion trend starts, not how you intended it to. Everybody starts wearing raccoon glasses. Oh my gosh. So, because uh, raccoons have rabies? Because raccoons have rabies, yeah. Okay, I was like, is there burglars now? They're bandits. Okay, I see how cool this is now. I don't know who I wouldn't murder in order to win this bicycle. Or what lies you wouldn't tell. Oh yeah, what lies I wouldn't tell. Do you need me to remove someone else's teeth? Do you need teeth as evidence? Do I need good teeth? <laughs> Do you need me to pee in a cup? Do you need clean urine? Yeah, I haven't drinking any sugar. No, no, I'll pee in a cup to prove it. Yeah, what's sugar? <laughs> so it's towards the end of the summer and I've been pining away. I've filled out countless of these forms. The bike is gone. It's off the pyramid because every day there for the summer. Every day you went in, you were looking for it and it's gone. Yeah, my dad would literally go buy pop every day. He would get another 12 pack of pop every day. Oh, that's so funny. That is the opposite of what Crest wants you to do. Okay, so every time he'd go in and get pop, you would fill out a form? Yeah, or two. Or two. And then do you put the form in, in the box? Yeah, you have this little box. You put it there. Is it as many entries as you want? No limit. Suckers. I think they drew a name at the end. So the time comes when I get to the, the grocery store and the bike's not there. And I realized I didn't win the bike. But how did you... Did they, did they not make it a big local announcement? Was there not a parade? There was no parade. There was no announcement. I was so bummed. The competition's over. Not only is the bike gone, the whole crest pyramid is gone. What'd you call it? The, oh, the mountain? The Temple of Doom. Mm -hmm, the Temple of Crest. So I went home with my dad. You know, we, we each had a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper in our arms, <laughs> every arm, <laughs> crying. I love that. Like, we were so bummed. We drank it off. We both had a 12-pack ready to pop open. I know we did. Ah. Mr. Pibb understands how I feel. And so I went home. We were drinking. And then the phone rang. What? And lo and behold, it was the manager from the grocery store. And he was like, I tried to grab you guys before you left the store. You won the Crest Floor Rider. What? You won the bike? I know. I oh know. I won the Crest Floor Rider. You've been, the, you've been the winner. You're the winner. And I freaked out. Oh, my gosh. I think I've, sorry, I've upset these dogs. I'm so excited for you. We <laughs> the dogs had no idea. Um, what I do remember is the manager coming out with it and it was in a box. You know, it was not already assembled. And then actually, this is the nice heartwarming part of the story. I remember going back with my dad and building it. We just assembled it. And it's not complicated, but as like a five-year-old, you know, assembling your bike is a really cool thing, especially for me. And it was just put the handlebar through the body chassis and then assemble the pedals and I was like oh, it was my foray into puzzling where you're like oh these pieces go and I get to write it you know it was just it was magical and you got to make it yourself you created this beast 
Like building your own Harley. Yeah, it was just like a Harley. I was like cruising. So did you play the lowrider song when you went around town? Uh, yeah, absolutely. But you put speakers? Did you, was it tricked <laughs> out with music? Oh. Did it have like underlighting? <laughs> Were those big wheels chrome? I had rims on it a big and a big grill. That would have been awesome if I spray painted it all like metal looking. Just make it really badass. So I got this bike. I rode it everywhere. It was my pride and joy because finally I had a bike. Like everybody else in my family, well, my sister said a share bike, but ultimately I had wheels, you know? And when you're that young, having wheels to ride around your neighborhood, I mean, that's freedom, yo. Jeremy's freedom brought to you by Crest. Yeah. I don't have to tell you where I'm going. I can speed away. Booyah. You were the only sponsored one in the family. Everybody else had to do it on their own. Well, and the irony of all this is my mom comes home. So fast forward, right? It's weeks later. My mom comes home from Europe. I go to the dentist and my mom finds out that I had eight cavities. I got eight cavities that summer. You got eight cavities the summer that you won best tooth boy? (laughs) Eight? How many teeth did you have at five? Eight. my My dentist... Was like, this is the most cavities I've ever seen in one person at one time. What have you been doing all summer? Wait, was he just like, those are those baby teeth are just going to fall out. There's no point. You would think my best friend, I talked to him about this. I remember my best friend would get cavities and he never had to get fillings. I had to get fillings in all of them. I had to go in twice because they couldn't do every part of my mouth in one sitting. So I had to go back and they numbed one side of my mouth and did all those cavities. And then I had to come back and it was so bad. That's almost vindictive. That's a dentist attack. That is personal. What else is he supposed to do? Let those teeth fall out. Well, no, I think my mom was like, shut up and take my money, please. She's like, no, he's getting cavities. Well, my dad had insurance. Back then, insurance was really good. And so I think they covered it. So she insisted he is getting fillings. Yeah, to teach him a lesson, right? He had to numb me. I want to say it was at least six hours. You were like yeah. five. I was, I know. Your little mouth couldn't open wide enough to put that but I definitely f-ing learned how to brush my teeth. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> After, well, maybe that was what your mom was hoping for. All mm-hmm. right. You want to play this game, little boy? Yeah. It was. You bring shame to the name of Crest on this mobile. <laughs> what if they found out? Would they take your bike away? Did they come and take your bike in like black suits, like men in black style and be like, uh, sir, he is eight Kevin. <laughs> what? This is not what we signed up for. We will be taking that tricycle. Yoink. That, sorry. That flow rider. <laughs> Just like rip it out of a child's hand. <laughs> you don't deserve this. You're ashamed to the Crest family. <laughs> it's just a bike. No, but I'm a child. Well, it's about trust, a sacred bond, a sacred trust it with is, our Crest. The Florider. Yeah. With great fluoride comes great responsibility. Responsibility. <laughs> great responsibility. <laughs> So that, that is my story for the week. That is... That is so exciting that you won the bike. I did not know it was going to end that way. I mean, if it didn't, it actually, I think it would have been a really dumb story. So I'm glad it did. And I'm not like a crying child. And then the girl across the street who has everything also had... <laughs> Richika gets it. <laughs> Richika is just driving around in circles around you. <laughs> I, didn't, I have two and I don't even want the other one. <laughs> She's somehow riding two at the same time. Dragging one in the back. She's getting thrashed. She puts it in her treehouse that nobody goes in. <laughs> yeah, for fun. I just like to watch it burn. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a really dark ending <laughs> for the story. 
<laughs> so I'm glad that you got the bike. Oh, I did. It was great. So that is the story of my first, my very first ride. Your first wheels. Yeah. So what do you think the moral of the story is, Liz? What do you think the moral of the story is? Well, I would say like floss, but I think we've said that one before. Floss is good. That's true. Just generally, floss is good. Yeah. Don't drink all the soda. Maybe stay away from sugar pop. Is there really a need for sugar pop anymore? True. We have so many other options that are just as good tasting and don't rot your teeth. Well, there goes our sponsorship with Coca-Cola, Jeremy. Ooh. Were we going for sponsorship with Coca-Cola? Well, I mean, I was getting a bidding war between Pepsi and Coca-Cola. Wait, do we need to bleep out the name Crest? I don't think so. We're referring to a historical thing. Okay. I mean, if anything, we should bleep out your name because this does not look good on you <laughs> and your ability to drink soda. Oh my gosh. I was like five. I was five. No, no, I know. I know. But did your dad go to the dentist? How many cavities did he have? You know what's funny? I actually cannot remember my dad ever going to the dentist ever <laughs> i'm like honestly was he a dentist secretly and he did his own dental work at home when you weren't awake i don't know so many mysteries to be solved i think the moral of the story here is like brush your teeth not to be too simple i mean it really is brush your teeth but also like dream big if you see a bike in the sky <laughs> that you want and you don't even feel like you fit into the club that brushes their teeth Climb that mountain. Live that dream. Get that bike. Fill out the form as many times as you want. Pick up soda every day. And do whatever it takes to win. <laughs> teeth be damned. I mean, I think like for you, you were like five, so you were going to get all new teeth anyway. So I feel like that was pretty like a safe bet. <laughs> Low risk option. That's like a one-time deal. I mean, I don't know how teeth work and maybe there's probably bad reasons to do that. And it's not like your teeth fall out and you start all brand new. But it does seem like... Now, now, right? Like if we don't brush our teeth as adults and get eight cavities. No, they put you down after that. It's like a horse breaking his leg. Eight cavities. Brush your teeth and go big. You be it. You be the joy and the big wheel in your life. You can do it. You can. Well, thank you everybody for listening. This has been another episode of Tell That One Story. I've been your host, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, can I say a thing first though before you say goodbye? Sure. I was just thinking it would be really cool if people could email us their stories, if they had embarrassing stories they wanted us to read on the podcast. And if they wanted to do that, where where could they email us? Would we be reading these stories? Yes. That's a great idea, Liz. If you have a story you want to share with us, go ahead and email us at tellthatonestory at gmail.com. Yeah. And if you could put in the subject line, funny story or something, that'll help us. Yeah. And if there's anything about the story, or need to, do we need to say that? Any disclaimers about the story? Let us know. Yeah. Well, I think that's that'll be a thing. We tend not to use real names. If you have a preference for a made up name, I don't know. Uh, we're figuring this out as we go. And we'll probably regret saying this in the future. <laughs> we probably will. That's a Liz guarantee. So ready for a real closeout this time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So close it out now. Okay. Thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Tell That One Story. I have been your co-host, Jeremy. And I'm Liz. Go make a story. Get out there and make a story. Make a story. And email it to us. And email it to us. Exactly. Make your story. Email it to us. Make sure it's super embarrassing. And brush your teeth. And go for the prize. Big wheels. Big wheels. Go back. They definitely had a display and a not display. Hold on a second. Oh, is this the dogs again? They're ruining my story. They really are. They'll ruin my story too. <sighs> Bitches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Too bad you missed that. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll tell you. It doesn't matter. Okay. So, did your... <laughs> it would be funny if they were female dogs. Yeah, but I get it. <laughs>